An update on flu activity in the state, some health care providers might get a break on repaying student loans, and proposed legislation would increase water monitoring. I'm Deborah Ashar with the KGOU PM News Brief for Monday, February 12th. Data shows flu season is lasting longer than usual this year across the state. KGOU's Katie Hallam has the details on the uptick in cases. Influenza data from the Oklahoma State Department of Health shows the entire state above normal positive flu levels for this time of year by almost 26 percent and climbing. Compared with the historical rate for flu-related deaths and hospitalizations, the state surpassed the average number toward the end of January. According to the CDC's weekly surveillance report on positive cases, Oklahoma is one of the few states in the high zone and is on the cusp of very high. In an interview with KOCO, Dr. Joseph Sassine says the reason for the sudden surge could be due to the delay in cold weather, causing an uptick during an unusual time. Experts say early flu symptoms can present as a scratchy throat or joint pain before escalating, and recommends people stay home until 24 hours have passed without a fever or using fever-reducing medication. They also recommend getting a flu vaccination and practicing good hygiene. In Norman, I'm Katie Hallam. The State Department of Health is launching a loan repayment program for health professionals working in shortage areas. State Impact's Jillian Taylor has more on who's eligible and how the program hopes to increase access to care. The OK Health Corps program is awarding up to $50,000 to primary care, mental health, and dental health clinicians. In exchange, recipients will commit to two years of service in community facilities certified under the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The State Department of Health is working with its Office of Primary Care to make this happen. Providers who specialize in mental health and substance use disorders will be prioritized. And depending on available resources, additional providers in different disciplines will be considered. The Primary Care Office's director, Jana Castleberry, says the goal is to give providers incentives to practice in areas of significant need in the state. For State Impact, I'm Jillian Taylor. The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development is awarding Oklahoma City more than $7 million in grants to provide housing for people experiencing homelessness. KGOU's Hannah France reports the award is more than $2 million above what was received last year. $5 million of the grant money will be split amongst the Homeless Alliance, City Care, the Mental Health Association, Heartline, and the Community Enhancement Corporation. Just over $1 million will go to the city's Youth Homelessness Demonstration Program, and the remaining funds will go to Hope Community Services and City Rescue Mission. In a press release, Jamie Caves, the communication manager for Oklahoma City's Key to Home Partnership, says the additional funds will help the city expand its capacity to serve its homeless population. Funding from HUD is the city's largest annual source of homeless assistance. In Norman, I'm Hannah France. The Oklahoma legislature is considering closer monitoring of water use. Oklahoma Public Media Exchange's Grayson Wheeler has details on bills that would add metering requirements for cannabis growers and some other irrigators. Oklahoma irrigators have limits on how much groundwater they can use, but they just have to report it in good faith. Republican Senator Brent Howard from Altus says that leaves the state without key data or the ability to enforce limits. Whatever number you write down on your renewal application or your yearly report is all that the Water Resources Board has to rely upon. Howard's Senate Bill 1341 would require irrigators who draw from certain aquifers to install meters on their wells. 
A bill from Senator David Bullard of Durant would also meter water use, this time for commercial cannabis growers. Growers could be required to pay an additional fee for the water they use, whether it comes from a well or a public supply. Most of that money would help the state maintain its lakes and reservoirs. Now that they've passed committee, both these bills can be considered by the full Senate. In Oklahoma City, I'm Grayson Wheeler. You can find more Oklahoma news on our website, kgou.org, and on the KGOU AM News Brief podcast. I'm Deborah Shar. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts.